name is Ellis, and I'm nine, year old. I'm nine years old. And why is Jesus better than anything else? Because he forgets our sins. Being a kid isn't easy. You know you're supposed to be good, and sometimes you feel like you're doing a great job. But then the next minute, you do something wrong again. That's why we need Jesus, and to remember the good news of the gospel every day. Not just the part about when Jesus came to earth, but God's rescue plan from before he even created the world, and the hope of living with him forever so that we can see through every story in the Bible why Jesus is better than anything else and why he wants you to join him. Hello, friends. Alicia Yoder here with you on another episode of the Jesus is Better podcast. Isn't God awesome? Last week, we talked about the men Jesus healed from a skin disease, and that only the Samaritan man came back and thanked him. We also talked about how Jesus wants to help us serve and forgive as he did, even as we wait for him to return. The disciples were pretty confused about what it would look like for the kingdom of God to come, so Jesus told them a story. He wanted to show them that they should always pray and not give up. He said, In a certain town there was a judge. He didn't have any respect for God or care about what people thought. A widow who lived in that town came to the judge again and again. She kept begging him, Make things right for me. Someone is treating me badly. For some time the judge refused. But finally he said to himself, I don't have any respect for God, and I don't care about what people think. But this widow keeps bothering me, so I will see that things are made right for her. If I don't, she'll wear me out with her coming. The Lord said, Listen to what the unfair judge says. God's chosen people cry out to him day and night. Won't he make things right for them? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, God will see that things are made right for them. He will make sure it happens quickly. But when the Son of Man comes, will he find people on earth who have faith? Then Jesus told a story to some people who were sure they were right with God and looked down on everyone else. He said to them, Two men went up to the temple to pray. One was a Pharisee, the other was a tax collector. The Pharisee stood by himself and prayed, God, I thank you that I am not like other people. I am not like robbers or those who do other evil things. I am not like those who aren't faithful to their wives. I am not even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week and I give a tenth of all I get. But the tax collector stood farther away than the Pharisee. He wouldn't even look up to heaven. He brought his hand to his heart and prayed, God, have mercy on me. I am a sinner. I tell you, the tax collector went home accepted by God, but not the Pharisee. All those who lift themselves up will be made humble, and those who make themselves humble will be lifted up.
People were also bringing babies to Jesus to have him put his hands on them. When the disciples saw this, they told the people to stop. But Jesus asked the children to come to him. Let the little children come to me, he said. Don't keep them away. God's kingdom belongs to people like them. What I'm about to tell you is true. Anyone who won't receive God's kingdom like a little child will never enter it. A certain ruler asked Jesus a question. Good teacher, he said. What must I do to receive eternal life? Why do you call me good? Jesus answered. No one is good except God. You know what the commandments say. Do not commit adultery. Do not commit murder. Do not steal. Do not be a false witness. Honor your father and mother. I've obeyed all those commandments since I was a boy, the ruler said. When Jesus heard this, he said to him, You're still missing one thing. Sell everything you have, give the money to those who are poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come and follow me. When the ruler heard this, he became very sad because he was very rich. Jesus looked at him. Then he said, How hard it is for rich people to enter God's kingdom. Is it hard for a camel to go through the eye of a needle? It's even harder for someone who's rich to enter God's kingdom. Those who heard this asked, Then who can be saved? Jesus replied, Things that are impossible with people are possible with God. Peter said to him, We've left everything we had in order to follow you. What I'm about to tell you is true, Jesus said to them. Has anyone left home or wife or husband or brothers or sisters or parents or children for God's kingdom? They will receive many times as much in this world. In the world to come, they will receive eternal life. Jesus took the twelve disciples to one side. He told them, We're going up to Jerusalem. Everything that the prophets wrote about the Son of Man will come true. He will be handed over to the Gentiles. They will make fun of him. They will laugh at him and spit on him. They will whip him and kill him. On the third day, he will rise from the dead. The disciples didn't understand any of this. Its meaning was hidden from them. So they didn't know what Jesus was talking about. As Jesus approached Jericho, a blind man was sitting by the side of the road begging. The blind man heard the crowd going by and asked what was happening. They told him, Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. So the blind man called out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Those who led the way commanded him to stop and to be quiet. But he shouted even louder, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and ordered the man to be brought to him. When the man came near, Jesus spoke to him. What do you want me to do for you? 
Lord, I want to be able to see, the blind man replied. Jesus said to him, Receive your sight. Your faith has healed you. Right away he could see. He followed Jesus, praising God. When all the people saw it, they also praised God. Have you ever had a friend or a little brother or sister beg you for something for so long that you finally just gave in because you were sick of hearing them beg? Maybe they wanted some of your candy or for you to play a game with them or they wanted to try out your new toy. Some people think of God like the judge in the story Jesus told, that even though he sees the bad things that are happening to them and has the power to help, he doesn't really care. And the only way they can get God's help is if they beg him enough like the widow did. They need you to tell them what God is really like that he never gets tired of hearing from us because he loves us as his precious children and that he loves talking with us about each struggle, each feeling, and each thing they don't understand. They need you to help them understand that God knows what they need and loves to give help exactly in the way that's best and that the Holy Spirit can give them the faith to believe that it's better to come to God instead of trying to handle their problems on their own, because he'll never send them away like the judge did to the widow. It's okay for them to tell their heavenly daddy that they don't understand why he doesn't fix all the problems in the world. We don't have to be like that widow coming to a mean judge But instead, we can come to God with our needs over and over the way we do with our own parents. We wouldn't tell our mom or dad, you can stop being my parent. I can handle raising myself from now on. But some people act like that with their heavenly parent. That's why they get so tired and discouraged. But God wants us to keep asking him to help each person who's being treated unfairly. From the kid at school who gets teased, to the young man in Pakistan who gets kicked out of his family for following Jesus, to the babies who are killed in their mommy's tummy because she doesn't feel like she has any way to take care of them. Jesus told the next story, not to the people who thought of God as a mean judge, but as a teacher they could please by following all the rules. The Pharisee in the story thought he'd earned an A+, because he even skipped extra meals to pray and didn't take money from people like the tax collector. The tax collector knew he hadn't obeyed all the rules and had even broken some which is why he asked God to give him mercy. Just imagine if you could enter that story and talk to the tax collector. You could tell him about what Jesus was going to do to pay the punishment for his sins. You could tell him about the Holy Spirit that was going to come as a helper, helping him to love God more and hate sin. And you could tell him that as he received the Father's mercy, God would love and accept him as a son so that each time he looked up, 
he would see God's face smiling down at him. And you could try to explain to the Pharisee that it's not about showing God how well we follow the rules, that all of Jesus' teachings that make it seem impossible to be good enough are true, and that that's why he's always needed a Savior, and that it was meant to be that way. If he could only see himself as a little child needing God's help, he would be able to receive the righteous behavior of Christ on his behalf. And being exalted with Christ is so much better than trying to convince everyone around him that he's the best. Jesus had to teach the disciples that the Father values tiny babies all the way up to the oldest old person. He loved blessing the babies and hugging the children, just as he loves them today. And even though you're not a grown-up yet, when you decide to follow Jesus, you don't receive a baby Holy Spirit living inside you, but the same strong Holy Spirit who raised Jesus from the dead. There might even be wisdom from God's word that he wants to speak to your parents using your mouth. The rich ruler knew he couldn't buy eternal life with his money, but he did think he could earn it through his good behavior. But he was missing the greatest commandment, to love God with all his heart, mind, and strength. When we love and trust in something more than God, It's called idolatry. And for the rich man, it was his money and possessions. He couldn't imagine giving them up now to receive eternal life later. But Jesus wasn't asking him to be able to do it on his own. Whenever God shows us something we're trusting in more than him, like our good behavior or our own ability to figure stuff out or that everyone likes us, or the perfect room we've made in our house, it might feel like that if that thing were taken away, there would be a giant hole left behind in our heart. But God wants to also help us imagine that hole being filled in with himself, no matter what size or shape it is. Whenever we imagine life without that idol, He also wants us to help us imagine him being there with us, no matter what happens in the future. And the reward God gives for our obedience will be exactly what our souls want. The disciples didn't understand everything Jesus was about to go through, walking toward his death in Jerusalem, and neither did the blind man named Bartimaeus. But he had more spiritual sight than the Pharisees. He called Jesus the Son of David or the Messiah Rescuer. When Jesus asked him what he wanted, Bartimaeus asked for what he knew Jesus had the power to do. What do you think God is asking you to pray for that seems impossible? He can teach us to pray for miracles And also hold on to the faith that his answer will be what's best and that we don't have to understand why. Other people might try to tell you to be quiet, that Jesus can't do miracles 
or that you'll embarrass yourself if God doesn't do what you ask for. But he gets glory through our faith and trust in his response. The greatest faith is to believe that Jesus has purchased our salvation and that we are secure in God's family. And all the other faiths are little faiths that honor him as we ask for things in our own life and on behalf of others. He can even open our eyes to see what the true needs of someone are so that we can join with him and pray for that so that others can see and praise him like the crowds did when Bartimaeus was healed. Let's pray. King Jesus, would you open our faith eyes to see and ask for the miracles you want to do in your kingdom here on earth? Would you give us opportunities to tell others what you're really like? We love you. Amen. Okay, boys and girls, let's keep looking to Jesus, and I'll talk to you next time.